0: Welcome back to the Essentially Blue podcast. My name is Tommy and I'm your host. This is the seventh episode, so yeah, pour on your seatbelt and buckle up. Let's go. Oh yeah, I'm joined by a few people today. Full house, you know. Joined by Dimeji, joined by Adro, joined by Uwe, and I'm joined by Judah. So yeah, I hope you guys are having a good day because I am. It's a full football day, you know, like El Clasico on the way, London Derby in a bit. And I think there's also another important match coming up soon. So I don't know. But yeah, we're going to reflect on the Middlesbrough game. Chelsea are true to the semi-finals, So yeah, let's get in. And then we're going to talk a bit about the Real Madrid match coming up after the international break. And also we're going to talk about um, Brentford. So yeah, let's get into it. Cheers, guys. So yeah, where do we start from? It's been a crazy couple of weeks. Um, we keep winning all our games like we don't have an owner but we keep winning all our games so that's really good keeping a bit of consistency and stuff so yeah Ubi what do you think?
1: True true I'm actually um, surprised by how our players reacted to the uncertainty because we've been winning literally every single game ever since Roman decided to sell uh, Chelsea that was I think with um, Luton Town if if I'm not mistaken Yeah. and you know we've won everything which is amazing for us. So way to go, Chelsea.
0: <laughs> way to go, way to go, way to go. So yeah. Um, let me come to Judah. Judah, what do you think, man? Yeah. I mean, all despite all the authenticity and everything happening around the club. You see, we keep winning. What do you have to say to that?
2: Yeah, I mean, it comes from the coach. Like, I mean, um, Thomas Tuchel is a manager that has, like, a top mentality. And I'm happy that he can, you know, transfer that mentality to these Chelsea players. Because um, if we can remember well, under um, Lampard, he used to complain that um, this player has no character and stuff like that. You know, like, you know, he was complaining about the characteristics of the players and that kind of thing. But under Tuchel, there's been nothing like that right from the beginning. So, yeah, I mean... All credit has to go to, first of all, the coach, and then as well to the players as well, you know, for keeping their concentration and, you know, not letting the external factors affect them.
0: Yeah, true 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 that. I mean, ever since we won the Club World Cup, we've won all our games. I mean, that guy said it's a plastic trophy, but I mean, ever since we won, all, ever since we won that trophy, yeah. we've won all our <laughs> games. What do you think?
3: Yeah, I made I made the problems we have off the field with the Roman about which issue. I I was telling my friend that we ha- we have bu- a bunch of strange players. Isn't it strange that they thrive with negativity? Like when things are not going on well, maybe off the field. That's why you see our players having a different mentality to play football well and play yeah. with intensity that we want to see. But when when we are maybe there's not there's no situation we have players, our players are not motivated to play. There's there's missed chances. Like so, I was shocked. So we're like. I always say we have different kind of. We have a crazy bunch of players who try with negativity. Give them negative news and they'll play to shock you. So I'm happy with Thomas on the rim. Like you are playing well and you are playing with a, with a high intensity that people can not even match up our game and our, our level. So it's good. It's good yeah. to like that because I don't see what BTS to end the season. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. Let me start with Demig. Okay, Demiji, what was the recap on the Middlesbrough match? Like what was the moment of the match? and man of the match for you?
4: man of the match was Mount for me. He mm-hmm. was everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, he's um, it, always like that, but this time he had a bit of decisiveness to his game. Uh, obviously, it's Boro, but then I was happy to beat Boro that way because they've been making so much noise, and I, I always like to be a bit petty to beat all those <laughs> nonsense teams like yeah, that. Yeah. But Ma was all right. The game. Um, I think only Polisic was rubbish. Really every other person played well, so... it was a good game. And a good, a
0: you don't think Polisic had a good game? Nah, it was shit.
4: That no, 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 no. Um, right back from Oro had him in his pocket all day long. So <laughs> yeah. it was
0: fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Alright, so what moment of the match? What was the moment of the match really?
4: you? Um, the first goal. The first goal was beautiful because the way they broke the press and the passes between those... Old man to relieve out. Yeah. And that was that was the moment of the match. Awesome. Great, great player. That was and cool. The second goal wasn't bad as well. But awesome. I think if that was a Premier League, the keeper would be saving that. Yeah. And then I don't care. I wish we I wish we had beaten them more than five. I always like to be petty with that <laughs> nonsense channel.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. Um Judah, what do you have to say? What was the man with the match and moment with the match for you?
2: Um, for me, the man of the match was Thiago Silva because it mm-hmm. was it was absolutely immense in the game. And yeah, and um, moments of the match, <laughs> I think moments of the match for me mm-hmm. has to be uh, the there was like a passage of play where they had like I don't know how many passes you know, and but unfortunately we never able to score from it. But I mean, it was it was nice to see like some good football, you know, like some yeah. good passing.
0: True, that, true, so, yeah, true. that.
2: Yeah, so that would
0: the moment of the match for me and man of the match, Tiago Silva. All right, let me come to Adjo. Adjo, man of the match, a moment of the match.
3: Okay, my man of the match will be obviously Tiago Silva, but my moment of the match was um, Ziyech's goal. Mm. People who celebrate his birthday, barely score goal. So I was happy <laughs> for him when he scored on his birthday, yeah. yeah and yeah, And now see the Ziyech of Ajax, he was a bit at the end of his chelsea. So I'm very happy for him and now. He's sparkling and he's playing like a ZH remove for my axe. Yeah. And he he's control like that because we need him. If ZH just is on form, we will get goals and assist easily in big games. i was expecting him to uh, start the game against Romadi because he has had a good game at the Banaba before. So I think my moment of the match was ZH goal and, and on the his birthday. So that was a very nice moment for him and yeah, that was my moment of the match. I
0: agree. Alright, finally, Ubi, what was the man of the match or moment of the match?
1: Um Man of the match for me has to be Mason Mount, because of course, he firstly, he provided two assists to both Lukaku and uh, Ziyech. Also, he was everywhere uh, on the pitch. His defensive work rate as well is amazing. He was even making run in behind the defensive line of the opposition which kind of reminded me of prime RB Leipzig Timo Werner when he used to be in Bundesliga. You know, he used to... Runs, <laughs> I like you know, the, what I'm the prime,
3: prime winner. I like
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, because he, he's not prime anymore, unfortunately, as right. we all know, you know. Mm. Also, like, Mason Mount uh, becomes the first Chelsea player to reach 20 goals and assists this season, mm. as well as um, since making his debut in 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm talking about his official debut with La- Frank Lampard. Yeah. Uh, No Chelsea player has been involved in more goals than Mason Mount. 50 goals, that is. So, he's just an amazing player. I'm glad uh, Lampard put faith in him. It really worked out to be amazing for Chelsea Football Club. And the moment of the match for me is Ziyech's goal, because, well, personally, I'm a big fan of long-range efforts, but I liked the way uh, Ziyech struck the ball, because usually when people, like, shoot ball from outside the box, it's like, it goes to the top corner, but this one was like really like load-driven. That kind of tricked the, the goalkeeper of the opposition. This is what I really liked about it. It also reminded me of prime ZH with uh, Ajax, as you guys said before. Uh, ever since he came from the Dutch League, he hasn't been in good form, but this season he's been amazing for us. So yeah, I liked that moment of the match for me in ZH goal.
0: Yeah. Nice, nice. All right, let me just say, mine quickly. So for me, I'll say my the match was Thiago Silva between Thiago Silva and Ziyech just based on like eye analysis then moment of the match I didn't like the fact it's kind of negative I didn't like the fact that Lukaku scored and he was not celebrating I don't know maybe someone can explain that to me like what was that about
1: I guess because he's been under a lot of criticism and maybe he's not feeling well about himself even though I mean, he scored the goal. It was a tapping goal. It was not, like, a, yeah, a solo no, nonetheless, goal. You know I mean?
0: though, like, I mean, he celebrated the Ziyech goal more than he did for his own goal. Like, I don't know. Dimitri, what do you think?
3: I, I think I prefer him crediting the person who gave him the assist than celebrating. He should learn that. But nah, he, nah. he didn't have that as a player. He mostly <laughs> celebrates alone. So if he's honoring uh, uh, he's the person who gave him the assist, I think it's okay. And it's not a big, big game for him to overcelebrate. Nah. So I think it's you not... Know,
0: <laughs> nah, I feel like I feel like you're playing for Chelsea, so you should be happy. Do you understand? And he scored a goal for Chelsea.
3: He's not happy, but he's acting happy. Let's be okay with that. He's not playing, so you won't be happy. Mm. But I think I was happy with something. When he was happy said, the staff Coach gave him a high five and they were discussing something. Mm. And he was like uh, the, the coach was happy. I think didn't see. Yeah, like, 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 yeah uh uh-huh, yeah. So I think things are okay. You can you, you have, church, church is a big club. And I am you're not bigger big than the club, so he should just relax. We are okay.
0: That's You're okay. using when you want to. So yeah. That's okay. Uh right, let me come to Aj- oh, Sorry, Judah. Yeah, um, so obviously you got the prediction for our Champions League correct. So let me ask you the FA Cup. <laughs> let me ask you the FA Cup opening. Who do you think we'll get?
2: Oh for the FA Cup. Um well, that's tough to say. Um I think well, I want us. I want us to face the the, <laughs> the no, smaller club.
0: Okay, yeah. okay, I get that.
2: Yeah. I want to no, no, no. no. I want us to face the smaller club. so okay. that should be um Crystal Palace or Everton, whichever, whichever of them win today. You
0: know? Nice one. Let me ask Dimiji.
2: Nah, nah, nah. I mean, yeah. if we are to get Liverpool, I want Liverpool in the final or something. You know. no nah, so, no
4: nah, I want I want Liverpool in the semis. It's better to go out now than to go and do... No, I disagree. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I disagree. Um,
2: Okay, actually, there's another point. Actually, yeah, I would actually take Liverpool now because no. um Thomas Tuchel has never lost a semi-final since he has been... Exactly. So. And even as a manager, as a manager, he has never lost a semi-final. So, I mean, yeah. Exactly. If they bring Liverpool, I'm positive we'll beat them as well.
0: No. So, yeah. No, I don't. But major let me come to you. He said he want Liverpool. Oh, okay. But I don't know, like, what was your reaction to the Real Madrid, uh, to the Champions
4: League draw? I think we are going to win it again, as long as all our players are fit. But is that who you are? I want don't. To... See... Yes, I'm not. I'm not. You see, when it gets to that stage, you you just get anybody. You sh- you can't be afraid of anyone, because at the end of the day, you have to play a big team at some point. So I was not. I was not in a bit. We were lucky with the with the second round draw because. It was done twice, and we got lived twice. We were lucky with that one. But, mm-hmm. um, our path was always going to be difficult, regardless. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be a champions of Europe, you have to play the champions of everywhere in Europe. Anyway, mm-hmm. so, exactly. So um, I wasn't bothered. Madrid, if we have a fully fit squad, we can match anyone. We are world champions, and it gets to a point in um in a competition like this, you just play. You don't you you can't say you won this or that one. Um, Villarreal went to to win and a bit gruesely. Yeah. So you cannot say they are easier teams. Yeah, as well as Benfica. You never know what you get, but it's better when you play people they expect you to struggle against. So when you win, it's actually more satisfying. Well, let me ask you this question.
0: Our yeah. wing back issue is a
4: problem, don't you think so? Yeah, it is. It, because our gameplay is basically what our wing backs do. And that's the tactics. But if we don't have our win-backs, we struggle. Because they're, they are more like our um, extra attackers. And the way we play, it's all like, if James is there, we are going to score. If mm. Joel is there, but then when they are out of the game, or when they are out for a long time, then we struggle. Everyone knows that. It's not, it's not, um, it's not a secret. It's, everyone knows that. And we need to get it right once we get our Saudi owners in. Because I believe we are going to have more money now. We need to get it right. Yeah. And sign proper backups to those guys because you look like teams like um city Mm -hmm. liverpool Mm -hmm. they barely have their important players out so but um with us we always have our important players out maybe they have injury worry i don't know maybe they are injury prone who knows that's why you need to get a proper backup to those guys But when they are there, when everyone is fully fit, we are are a team that people don't want to play against. Because we really, uh, if you look at the way we play, we really give teams chances to even shoot on goal. Mm -hmm. And we have a competent goalkeeper. So if that is sorted, like uh, Fergie used to say, uh, defense wins uh, championships. Attacks only win you games. But if you have, a, we have a solid defense. Like I, I, I think we have the best in Europe right now. Yeah. So you cannot. I, I am not in any way scared of anyone. That's the truth. I've never been. Even when we were in our banter years, I'm always saying Chelsea will win. Even though we get punched off. I, I'm always optimistic for Chelsea when yeah, it comes to games. I don't fear anyone. I don't. I don't I'm not going to be picky and say give us Villarreal or Benfica. Those are the kind of games you would lose, and everybody would yeah. banter you forever. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right, no uh, problem. Let me come to Adjo. Yeah, what was your reaction to the Champions League draw? Like when we go Madrid, I
3: realized that they were happy. Their fans were happy, and we also happy. So it's it's amazing. Like everybody, like wow, okay, they they want us again for revenge. We want them again to beat them so that they've not beaten us in Europe ever before. So it was an interesting draw, and Like I think it's good. We need to play the big boys to get the experience. And this, this is a group that has been together for a second year. So imagine the third year and the fourth year, you see, and their age. So it was a good draw to the game. I think um, they have other ones advantage over us. That's their striking department. That's the person of Benzema. Because we don't have a, a vocal strike, like a little striker who can control the ball, who can play the ball, like a ball play striker, we don't have one, they have, and he's a, he's a, he's a finisher as well, you see, so, the, last year, the second league, we missed a lot of chances, with missing Mount. he was 20 chances anyhow, before he got the last minute goal, against Madrid, this time around, you can't go and, miss chances with Madrid, because now they have Ancelotti, who's an experienced coach, he has won it, on countless occasions, so, you can't go and miss chances, against Madrid, we have to take our chances, and make sure that, we just kill the game in the first league. That is all. And we will go into the same final meet Atletico
4: Madrid because Atletico Madrid will beat Manchester City. Our expected goals last year in both legs was, I think, five point something. You win Mm -hmm. games with less than that. Both legs, five Mm -hmm. point something. So normally, um, you score about two goals when you have expected goals one point something. So, normally, mm-hmm. we should have beaten Madrid last season about yeah. seven something. I remember. Seven exactly. Questions. I remember.
3: Exactly. Yeah. So true. Yeah. We yeah. missed a lot of chances. Play with missing Mount.
0: Yeah. Alright. Alright, let me ask Ubi and Judah this question. And, obviously, you can give your reaction to the Madrid thing later. But, let me ask you guys this question. Ubi and Judah, how do you
1: rate our Premier League title chances
0: as it is? Because we have an outside chance. How do you rate it?
1: Well, I think we... St- We may have a chance. I mean, it's a bit unrealistic to be honest because there's more than eight points between us and Man City. But if we keep winning every game like we are doing nowadays, and maybe City have slipped, you know, once or twice, maybe even draw some of their games, we may have a chance. But I'm not putting my hopes up. I'll actually be happy if we reach at least second because, you know, this will give us the, let's say, the sentimental push for next season to be better to maybe be more uh, clinical because this is why actually we're not first because we're just not clinical our defense has been amazing it's the second best defense in the Premier League yeah but our attack hasn't been clinical enough if we can fix that we can win the league at least if not this season next season for sure at least I believe so and Judah what do you think
2: yeah so um about- about the title chances, yeah. um, to be sincere, I don't, <laughs> I don't see us winning the title this season. I think it has been over for like quite a while. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> because um, to be sincere, I don't see Manchester losing any game again this season. Okay. I mean, even if they were to drop points, probably they will drop maybe two points against Liverpool or something. But I really see them going out to like win the rest of the games that they have left. And also, let's not forget that Chelsea as well. It's not like we have easy fixtures. I mean, for a while now, we've been having easy fixtures in the Premier League. But very soon, the tough matches are going to start coming because we still have to play United. We still have to play Arsenal. We still have to play, um, you know, some other top six clubs as well. You West know, in the Yeah, West Ham, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, it's not going to be... <laughs> Easy if we have been sincere to like just go on the winning run till the end of the season. Yeah. So, um, if we're talking about I'm like Manchester, Madrid,
4: Manchester United and Nassau are not perfect, I know you else. know, I was going to say that too. I
2: don't- ah. <laughs> um, look, they're actually tough. I mean, United, we all know that United have like there's a I don't know. Even no matter how bad United are playing, they always seem to get a result against Chelsea. And that's just fact. Like you can look back at previous results. They, sure, that yeah, because even in the last the first leg that we played, I think that was not was it Stafford Bridge? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stafford Bridge.
4: The elder serious game, in those times. We should have beaten United first half of that game, like three 0 we're well, well,
2: serious. That's the thing. We, to be fair, look, to be fair, yeah. then we were actually in a better form. Like, we were on a very good form and they were at their lowest. Like, they were literally at their lowest and they were still able to get a result against us. So, I wouldn't overlook them as, you know, easy win or something like that, you know. So, but yeah, basically, and I was saying, if we're talking about mathematically, I would probably say uh, City and Liverpool both have 40% chance of winning the league and Chelsea have a 20% chance. So, yeah. That's my two cents. You know, we, we actually showed ourselves
4: in the foot because we've lost as, much, as many games as City this season in the league. And we are like 10 points or 30. How many points behind them? Which is
2: ridiculous. Yeah, it's, um, um, it's draws that killed us. Like, it's there's yeah. so many draws that we and had. those like, draws I mean, were
4: ridiculous. Draw- draws against Burnley, Brighton, yeah, yeah. United. Yeah. Man, crazy. Yeah,
3: thanks to Hosnodoy. <laughs> hmm.
2: So, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, if we are being fair, Odoy is not the only person to blame because, um, uh, the I I, I I I will blame all the attackers actually because they they all like deep in form at the same time, you know, like they all yeah. went. Downwards, and you know, they were not producing goals and stuff like that anymore. I mean, if we can remember well, it got to a point that, um, it was only the defenders scoring, you know, people like Rudiger, Tiago Silva, they were the only ones, you know, scoring the goals for us. And people yeah. were like, it's going to come back to hunt us, of which I know some of us were like saying it's not going to, but I mean, it later came back to hunt us. So, but yeah. And then let's just yeah. push on for the FA Cup and um, probably Champions League now. I, I sincerely believe the Premier League is lost already. I think, uh, um,
4: you know, um, um, Tomia, I told you once that we should just forget about the league. But recently, I don't know, I've been having this feeling that we are going to just come mm-hmm. from behind and nick it, maybe by a point. I've been having that feeling. Because... Now, I think we have less pressure on us. Nobody's looking at us. And it will be too late by the time they figure out that, oh, we're actually racking up points. Like, since Brighton, we've only lost once, and that was on penalties. So, as long as we have a fully fit squad, anything can happen with this club. It's a club that, 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 that like, actually revels in chaos. That's the thing.
1: True that, true that. Okay. We may move to the next point. So, what do, you, what do you guys think about the home and away sequence in the UCL? Would be a disadvantage or an advantage to Chelsea Foucault? You know, since they removed the, the home and away goals advantage. I think it's a super advantage to Chelsea. Super, super
3: advantage. Why do I say Because, let's take the this for example. When you go to Madrid, there's a certain atmosphere there that can fall on players who don't have experience or players who have not played Champions League regularly, year in, year out. So, the away goals, the away goals, there, you feel like you can get more away goals and <clears throat> come back to your home. So, it's it's like, it's it's like an open tie now. Every leg, every leg on its own. So, you don't think about the away goal right now. I think it's going to help Chelsea a lot because away goals have killed us in the past before. You see, so right now, we just score and win and go. Just when you go to Banabao, if you can defend well wall and get a, a draw and just qualify, you do that. So that way, go is an advantage of all the APO clubs because we really know how to keep a good defense and let concede less. If you look at City Liverpool, Chelsea, we, we always concede less. I think it's a, it's a good advantage to the English English League clubs and to us as watchers. Well, so it's a big win for us. It's, it's
2: going to help the APO clubs win more Champions Leagues now.
1: Well yeah. said, well said.
2: Um, so yeah, um, I, I think I pretty much agree with what, um, I just said because, mm-hmm. um, removing the away goals is actually a big win for, I, I mean, not only for Premier League clubs, for everyone, because, you mm-hmm. know, we, we've seen it, like, we've seen it actually be of benefit because, um, I think if I'm correct, the Real Madrid PSG game, if they were to go by, um, away goes or something. I think um Real Madrid would not have won the game or something if I'm if I'm correct or something like that. But but anyways, yeah, so um I think it's a big win and yeah I mean it's something that we should welcome. And I'm glad like the um UFO welcomed it. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
1: Well said, well said. I agree with you, man. I mean, my opinion on this is similar to you guys. Um, it's, a good, it's a good win for everyone because I think sometimes it used to be annoying to have like lost... Like, we draw 3-3, for example, with a team and then we're yeah. out because of the away advantage or whatnot. Yeah, exactly. It's a bit more fair, you know? It's uh, well-rounded. I mean, just a quick fact about Tuchel and the UCL. Tuchel, yeah. uh, Thomas Tuchel has never lost to Real Madrid in the UCL. Mm-hmm. And no manager yeah. has faced them more times, that is six, without losing. Same mm-hmm. with Chelsea, by the way. Chelsea has never lost to Real Madrid in Europe. That's and incredible. And no team has faced them more times, five, without losing. I mean, just those quick two facts show we really have at least a psychological advantage, in my opinion. I love yeah, that. exactly.
0: Okay, so let's move to the next question then. Yeah, who do you guys play? At the... I mean, there's a wingback issue, like I said earlier. Who do you guys play in this? left wing back slash left back position because it seems like there's a debate around this i don't know who's your preferred um obviously i think our, our preferred left back would be uh, what's his name Chiwell. but i mean obviously he's not available so who's your preferred left back
2: Judah. okay um for me um i would say if riz james is fit Aspiricata should be the one starting there if we're playing for, Let me say, um, against probably it seemed like um Real Madrid or something, you know. I would um start at left wing and start um Rhys James at right wing, but if it's um probably a, a lesser club in the Premier League, like um, I don't know, you know, um, the bottom 10 or something, I would I would start Alonso because um, whenever Sar like Malangsa's day, he offers us nothing attacking wise, mm-hmm. like literally nothing. And and it's really showed um in the match against um, Newcastle. You know, it's really showed and I think it actually utters a lot. So I would say, yeah, Alonso should still be like um I don't know, should I say second choice? Yeah, second choice. And um first choice will be um Do so you want
0: Aspi to switch from the right to the left? It's killing his attacking game.
2: Yeah, but I mean at least we will know that we have a very good defensive cover because um we all know that Alonso cannot defend to save his life. And <laughs> he will probably be going against, I don't know, um what's this guy's name? Um Vasquez or, mm-hmm. you know, someone else in the right flank. And mm-hmm. you know <laughs> They, they might probably look to exploit that. Although I know that there are days that, you know, Alonso um, actually defends well, but I mean, you never can know with him. Like, he can decide to turn up in a game and he can just decide to switch off just like that. So, I mean, I would prefer to go for um someone that, you know, um, is consistent and you know what he will give you, like, you know what you will get when you start as Buketa in any position whatsoever you put in. You know you're going to get a very good defensive cover and someone that we at least give you um 7 over 10 every game, you know. So, yeah, that's why I'll start as Procretor over um, Alonso.
0: Fair enough. Ubi, what do you think? Like, the left-back situation, I don't know. Who's your preferred left-back or left-wing-back? I don't know if Saul, though, because Judah didn't mention Saul.
1: True. I mean, Saul—he's so not naturally there, so I wouldn't really risk him at left wing back. This is why he flopped with Atletico. He was exactly. playing, I think, right wing back, and he didn't like yeah. that. So, yeah, I wouldn't exactly. push him to do that. Well, this might be debatable, but of course, it depends on the team and depends if whether like we were going to attack or kind of sit deep and defend, similar to what we did uh, against Lille in the second leg. We kind of began the game defending. So in that case, I would play Malongsar. and yeah, okay, I know he's not really favored in in the Chelsea fan base, but I actually like him because he's a centre back playing at left back. So he's versatile. He's more defensive, aka his defensive awareness is way better than the likes of Marcos Alonso, even Saul <laughs> himself, and and even Kennedy because he played once at left wing back for yeah, us against yeah. uh, Luton Town. Um, so, yeah, I prefer uh, Saar if it's going to be more defensive, uh, like like a defensive-oriented game. But if it's more attacking, I, I would always choose Alonso because, you know, his shots are amazing, his free-kick abilities and even corner kicks uh, when he shoots them. Uh, it's really amazing. And uh, he's, he's been doing it for ages, let's say. He has the experience to do it. Um, right. Honorable mention to Quetta, he can do it at wing but I think He's not as young anymore to, like, switch his orientation, let's say, from, like, his right le- leg to left leg. He's not as comfortable on his left anymore. Mm-hmm. But it would be a good, like, uh, fast solution, I think.
0: Yeah, but I yeah. think I, I think it will kill our attacking... Um, I mean, it's, like, it will kill our attacking game. But I can see that working. I guess safe better yeah. to be Sa, um, Sa, Malang Sa. But that guy, man, he's just he's up and down yeah
1: he cannot attack exactly but he's defensively as i said he's amazing for this reason alone he deserves but, to be he, our he, left back
0: he's improving though but he makes a bit of a mistake but he's improving
1: yeah i mean but you can't blame him because again he's a center back usually center backs are known for their like they're really heavy on the ball they're not agile they're not they don't have the long vision that yeah. like, i mean minus Thiago silva of course he's the goat but when they pass the ball and stuff, they don't have the good vision. They don't have good dribbling abilities, ball control. This is normal. But as you said, he's improving.
0: So yeah. But speaking of heavy on the ball, Jida, what do you think about Lukaku's performance yesterday? <laughs>
1: um,
2: i don't know i i I would say it was just average like i I don't know i there are some people saying there were positives and i mean i didn't really see any positive from the from the um
0: his holder player was better not better yeah
2: that's yeah that's that's what i just wanted to say like the only thing that i could Thing that he was, I was bringing into the game was just you know the older play and those um you know passes that he was you know laying with his back to goal, but I mean that was the only thing aside from the goal, and um I think the chance that he missed where the um where the defender actually I I wouldn't say he missed that chance yeah. I would just say the defender was the one that was really brilliant you know in yeah. clearing the ball like yeah. so yeah I mean besides those two opportunities I don't think we really saw him in the game that much so yeah. I would just say he had an average game yeah too, I I agree. Mean, he, could, he could do very much better let's just put it that way
0: I agree yeah let me come to Ubi Ubi what do you think about Lukaku's performance like yesterday I
1: mean, to be honest I think it was all right. By the way, he's our top scorer right now. He has 12 goals, which is more than any Chelsea player this season. I mean, it's it's a bit unbelievable, but hey, it's a fact, right? I think he played all right yesterday. Of course, I, I don't like the fact he didn't celebrate his goal and whatnot, as we discussed earlier. Yeah, exactly. But, mm. but like credit where credit is due, right? Like He was all right. He was not awful compared to other games. But again, we're playing against Middlesbrough and okay, no disrespect to them, but it's just Middlesbrough. They're like eighth in the championship right now. So that speaks to itself.
0: Archer, what do you think? What do you think about Lukaku's performance yesterday? Oh <laughs> Lukaku.
3: Well, we can't deny the fact that he's a proving goal scorer now. As for that one, we all know that. Lukaku and goals, he will give you the goals. But our system and I the Link up play and how he controls the ball, he's still struggling to adapt to our system. So mm. I think I like the fact that he, he's not being loud about it, and he's not complaining to be on the bench in the in the Premier League games. But I'm just hoping that maybe next season he will surprise us all because all Chelsea fans will be expecting him to be sold and we buy a new striker next year with a new a new honest coming in as well. So I don't know, but I feel Lukaku should just learn to adapt. You don't know how to we understand that, but learn to adapt. Don't 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 be stagnant in, in attack. He stands are the one place waiting for the ball. Instructing the ball to come to him. When he does not get the ball, he, he opens his arms, like <laughs> asking questions. I, know, right? I don't know. Like
0: so Let me ask Judah. Judah, I don't know if you saw. Yeah. I don't know if you saw him yesterday when we had a counter attack, and then he was pointing to Venner to run instead of him to focus on himself. And then when, yeah, that... when when he got when he got the ball, he now killed the vibe of the attack. I don't know if you noticed that. The guy, the guy annoys me so
2: much, man. He annoys me so much. Yeah, look, that's just the thing about um, Lukaku. He has a very bad attitude and it has always been like that right through his career. There's a quote where, um, I think it was Mario, where Mario said Lukaku is like a big baby, you know, that always <laughs> wants all... The- yeah, that's what he said, that's what Mario said. Yeah, he said yeah. like, Lukaku is a big baby that always wants all the love and the attention, mm-hmm. you know, to go to him. And once yeah. that stops happening, like once it stops getting that, once it once it stops being, you know, the center of attraction or you know the it big becomes player, a baby. Kind of thing. yeah, it becomes a liability. Like it becomes so so bad that his attitude is, you know, so annoying and everything. And there's there have also been reports where. Uh, is saying that Tuchel is actually you know not happy with him as well on the training ground mm-hmm. so that's to show you that you know he's not even trying to put in you know effort or something to make you know the situation he's in, he's in right now better so yeah. I mean to be fair I mean I was of the opinion that we should give him another season before but I mean right now I, I believe it would be good for all parties if Chelsea can just, you know find a way to you know just offload him this number I agree summer,
0: I agree,
2: to be fair.
3: I agree. Okay, please. I want to say this. Um, there's a blessing in every demise, eh? So I'll be very disappointed in Thomas Tuchel if he doesn't ask the new owners for his type of players. This is a big advantage for him to ask the new player, the new owner that will come. Anybody at all who can come, ask him for the players you want. Because when he came in the first year, he has missed out, missed out on all his targets. His transfer targets, he has missed out on all of them. So now they mm-hmm. are coming in new. Naturally, they want to do something for you as the coach because they believe in you you come here big man once you are coming. so you should ask for every player even if it's eight players you ask for it you give it to him you should ask for everything because this man is a genius look at what he's doing with the team that he didn't buy anyone anyone from so i'm just hoping that he asks for everything even if you are even when he wants a goalkeeper who is a world class goalkeeper to be on the bench you should ask for it because <laughs> if you get the <laughs> saudis
0: <laughs> oh, okay you want the RJ, you want the saudi owners right
3: if you if, if get them, I'm just hoping they'll, they'll bring in a technical director. That is all they can do and keep Marina in check. That's all they should do for us. If they bring in the different, if, if they don't bring in a technical director, we will be we, wasting money. We'll go in for flops again and we have to sell and get it. So when they come in, my only problem is just get, get a top notch technical director. That is all. And we are
2: so good to go. But we'll yeah. get the owner,
3: right? So let's see what will happen.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I am of the opinion that like irrespective of whatever owner we get, whether um Todd Boyle, Nick Candy, Saudi, whoever it is, mm-hmm. I'm of the opinion that we want to you know get the fans on board with them, and also you know get the coach on board with them. So obviously this summer, I'm like, should I? I don't want to. Say I'm hundred percent certain that there will be a lot of spending, you know, and I believe that we'll go for um. You know our key targets that we missed out on last summer, which which are the likes of um Kunde, um exactly. Rice of Chihuameni, Rice or and I don't know. I have I have actually I have actually have the belief that you know we might actually even try to go for Ireland again, or probably mohammed Salah because Salah's contract is run is running out. So no, but for the sake of world uh, he won't come. Nah, no, he can actually it can. It
0: let's let's ask Let's ask Ubi. Let's ask Ubi. Ubi, what do you think of that statement?
1: No, he's not going to do it. He, he's not going to do it. The, just look at the way he celebrates against us when he scores. He hates us, man. No, he doesn't, because hate, he us. He doesn't pick hate us. Out. He doesn't hate us. He doesn't hate He doesn't
2: celebrate. He doesn't I celebrate, don't I don't celebrate know. When he against us. No, he
0: doesn't. No, I'm does. saying that. I'm saying he, he, he won't risk his relationship with the Liverpool fans, his legacy with them, to come to Chelsea. Yeah, it's not like Torres. I love Torres, yeah, but I don't I don't think Salah. If you yeah. ask me, I don't think Salah would do that.
1: I don't think he would come whether he hates us or not as he said it's about his reputation with the Liverpool fans
0: yeah
2: Yeah.
0: Uh. Um, Ubi I was asking this question like do you think we should sell our academy players like Kona Broja and Gilmore and, re- and reconstruct
2: our team Ubi's question reconstruct our team what, what do you mean by reconstruct our team
1: like a, like a complete revamp of the midfield because, you know, Conor and Billy are in the midfield and Broja is a really promising uh, attacking prospect. So, like, my yeah. idea was to... It's just a question, not that I agree with, but uh, to sell everyone who's, like, young enough and stuff. And since we're having new regime, we start over, we buy expensive players. We become, like... If you remember Real Madrid when back in the day when in they America. used to have... Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Roberto Carlos, David Beckham, uh, Zidane and whatnot, we can become that power. I don't agree with, I mean, let me ask you this quickly so you guys can move on. Okay. Uh, I don't agree with this question because uh, one thing I loved about Chelsea Football Club is that we're famous with like bringing uh, academy prospect when they're like really young and then making them something good. A big example is just Mason Mount. I'm not going to go over the others because Mason Mount is yeah. a big improvement. And is exactly. a good example but like uh, for this reason alone I, I i hope we don't sell anyone who's like young because this is what makes the chelsea dna the blues dna but yeah that's mm. my take on it what do you guys think okay i think it will be painful to sell the academy players and
3: about which we will feel the so that what he has what he developed and we are selling it like that i don't see us selling any of them because we still have check and some smart board of the there who will make important decisions for us. Look at how Galaga is playing with Crystal Palace. He has to come and wear the blue jersey and play exactly like how he's playing. Look at how Borja is playing. He has to come back and play. So this is a big club. When you come, there's different ambitions and different targets. And they'll have to settle in again slowly and patiently. So we can't sell them. But if you look at how we have a large squad and we're playing so many competitions, we need them. Look at Galaga's work We need him. Now, he's, he's, he's attracted offers from Italy and some League clubs. We won't sell him. We can't, Chelsea, it's so easy to know who, who who be successful at Chelsea. We can't sell him. We will keep them. And I think they'll be part of their success story. And it will be difficult for us to say. Because before before already sold so many academy players during the last summer. If you remember, we sold gui yeah. Look at how gui is playing very well for Crystal Palace. Yeah. It's
2: so, true, true.
3: Yeah. We, we will sell them. I don't think we'll sell them. No matter who comes, we'll sell them, yeah.
2: Yeah. Um. So, um. Basically, I think I also agree that we shouldn't sell the um youth prospects because um I think you were you were talking about you know um selling them and you know buying stars. I mean I would say it's the other way around. Why don't we you know bring them in and actually build the next you know generation of players around them? Because get a player like um Gallagher, let him learn from someone like Kovacic. You know, let mm-hmm. him learn from someone like Kante who is more of like a box-to-box player, just like Gallagher, and, you know, just try and um, gel them in, into the present squad that we have now. And I actually believe there's no better coach to actually do that than Thomas Tuchel. So, you know, so Very let's true. just um, get those players in. Let's 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 see what they can do instead of, you know, um, lavishing our money on, you know, exactly. other players when we actually have. Yeah, Yeah. when we actually have the the talents in in our squad, and um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I I, yeah basically that's and yeah okay yeah, and I wanted to um make a comment on what um I just said, where I just said um that Roman Abramovich will not be happy if we (laughs) if we sold uh, the likes of Gallagher and this thing. I actually don't believe that because um. Abramovich has never been, been someone that is shy away from selling our youth prospects. I mean, he sold Tomori, he sold um, he sold um Abraham, he sold you know different other players in the past, if the amount is right. So, <laughs> so I don't believe we will lose any sleep if if we if we sell um you know cow, cow, okay. is, whatever it is. Because Abovich has never, I mean. If like To even be Abramovich that is, on, like, that is our owner, I would even say there's even more possibility of we letting those guys go, you know? Because he's never... He, he's someone that believes in the finished product. So, yeah.
3: Okay, but that's do he has never sold an uh, extraordinary talent before.
2: Bro, Tomori, he lit- we literally let Tomori go. Like, Tomori was a good... <laughs> was a very, um, you know... Because you were not using him. Yeah, but I mean but we, we still let him go nevertheless. Do you get like we still let him go? So I mean it's yeah, it's I very, you. something he can do, you know, if if the price is right, we also let Guayi go. I mean Gwei was playing well for Swansea last season. Yeah, so we it's very good price. Yeah, we sold him. We sold him for a good price to Crystal Palace, who are our London rivals. Can you imagine? So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's something that Amalovic is very comfortable doing. I mean, if the price, if like the price is right, <laughs>
4: yeah,
2: yeah, I get you.
0: Yeah, I just want to say that I feel like I agree to a certain amount. I just want to say that I feel we should keep our academy players, and you know. Grow them We should have a balance Between like spending New money New signings And our academy players So it's like You know um, Gallagher. I don't think Gallagher Should leave Because it's clear To the whole world That he's a, he's a prospect So I don't think It makes sense To make him leave Same as Broja Gilmore I feel he needs More loan time But we mm-hmm, have a lot mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. And in regards to Tomori and Tamir Brown That was mainly Because we we're trying to Trying to In quotes Trying to Raise money for Haaland deal. That's why we sold them.
1: True, sure, true, sure, true.
0: Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, well, How do you guys see the Brentford match going, Judah? Playing Brentford after the international break or playing Brentford?
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I believe that's going to be a straight way. Like, <laughs> I don't. Um, they've not. They've not really been on the form that way that they were in the beginning of the season. You know. So, uh, I mean, I I don't say anything more than a win for us for Chelsea and I think it's going to be a, another comfortable win so yeah that's that's why I think Brentford
0: are no pushovers though
2: nah like I said they've go and check their record they've actually not been on form like that you know I mean beginning of the season they were flying and mm-hmm. that was when they were you know giving top clubs um, tough time mm-hmm. but of recent they've been <laughs> they've been walkovers to even the small clubs so I mean I to be fair I don't <laughs> I don't really see them, you know, um, giving us any any issues like that. I mean, I don't even see them giving us issues like they did in the first leg. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's... That, yeah, I don't know remember, that's my I remember
0: it was 1-0. Uh, Mandy. Yeah, 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 that's
2: what I'm saying. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's a very much big difference between then the and form, now. Yeah. Like, there's a very much... Exactly, there's a very much big difference in that form between you know then and now so i don't really see them causing us any problem like they did in the first leg but i don't know if um, ubi or agile think yeah
1: let me ask Ubi.
0: ubi what do you think about brentford how do you see that much going
1: I think we're going to win. Uh their their last 5 matches they actually won uh, against Burnley and Norwich, lost to Newcastle New, uh, and Arsenal mm-hmm. and drawn 0-0 to Crystal Palace. So like they're on all right form for like a championship team with all due respect. So <laughs> I just think we're going to win, we're going to cruise past them. Just like people thought we we're going to actually lose or something to Middlesbrough yesterday. We mm. Actually crushed them 2-0. Yeah. So I think it's gonna be like a 3-0 win. Wow. To Chelsea. wow. do you know the reason? Yeah, do you know I, the reason I I'm bringing, agree.
0: Do you know the reason I'm bringing this up is because after we play Brentford, we play Madrid. So it's like, how do you shuffle the team? You can't really play like a strong team. So that's why I'm
2: like, are you sure? No, no, you can still play a strong team. You can actually, because um it's not the first time that the players play um two games in a week or something like that. I mean, it's not is nothing new and and don't forget some of our um players are actually not going for the international break. Although I know some of the key players are going, but yeah. I mean some of them too, you know, in Kobam. Um I don't know. I think likes of um yeah I'm not sure if Tiago is going for international break. I don't know. He's going okay. But, but anyways, I, I think that it should be fine. It should be fine. I, I will still expect to see a uh, a complete lineup, you know. Yeah, yeah pending that everybody's free.
0: Yeah, Ajay, do you have something to contribute? Or oh, let me because yeah, I have another question I, to ask. I, you. I, okay, yeah. I just hope by the time we play Brentford,
3: we'll be done with the ownership, ownership, um, movements, hopefully. But I don't know, let me ask <laughs> you, yeah, like, we'll, we'll, we'll be talking about it,
0: yeah, for, um, for another day. We'll talk about it, but let me ask you this question uh, player of the season who's the player of the season so, so far?
3: Oh, um, Thiago Silva by far.
0: Uh, you
1: Um for me it's Kanté as I almost every <laughs> single episode say. He's <laughs> just an incredible incredible player. Like he's really underrated honestly mm-hmm. because he always corrects the mistakes and honestly the the reason why we won Champions League is thanks to him. Coming yeah. to Madrid of last season, he was the reason we pretty much scored all the goals. Mm-hmm. If you watch back the match He's he's not he didn't provide the assist but like he's the assist indirectly if that makes sense you know what i mean he's been consistent from from uh, last season as well as this season i mean he even scored a lot of goals this season provided some assists here and there uh, he's been amazing against Lille especially the first leg like, um, i don't know in, in the premier league he's the reason yeah. why we have a solid uh, defensive display i mean he's not a defender but he's the anchor man in front of the defense that's mm. why i like yeah. him Yes. Right,
2: let yeah, me ask, Oh, yeah, Judah. Yeah, sorry, Judah. Next to you, player yeah. of season for okay. you. Um, yeah, I mean it's opinion based. Yeah. So I mean I, you know, if each each person to their opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, for me, I would actually say there are three players so that should be ahead of country if we are if we are um talking about player of the season, and those three players, like in no particular order, should be um Thiago Silva, Rudiger, and um Kovacic. So, but, um, if I was to pick between those three, I would just have to go for Rudiger because he's the one that has he has literally played almost oh, every game been yeah, consistent yeah Yeah, every game for you know for Chelsea and mm-hmm. you know he never gets any injury mm-hmm. He's never in and, and he has always also dropped 8 over 10 in fact <laughs> 9, over, nine 10, over 10 9.5 10
0: 9. over every game honestly
2: i said that liverpool game i said that liverpool game but
0: every game 9.5 yeah. over 10
2: yeah but, exactly so uh, i would say Rudiger so yeah, he has to be like the the player of the season for me because yeah. um there was a time you know Kovacic went or he yeah, had yeah. Injury, so Ante, yeah. That, that was, that's what killed our title yeah. or whatever exactly yeah. exactly when kante and um and Kovacic went on that you know injury all that they had so yeah mm-hmm. I would say rudiger for me yeah
0: right. let me come to Adjo Adjo how do you see this new owners thing going? I think but the way it is difficult,
3: it will spend like one hour and a half here because
0: it's <laughs> no. nice and it's interesting.
3: Yeah, because I was doing a research on the third guy, the guy from US, the guy with the Swedish, um, Switzerland consortium, mm-hmm. and the yes, guy. Totally. Doesn't seem, yeah, yeah, he doesn't seem bad at all. Maybe what he would like is maybe yeah, exactly. extra money, extra money to the club, or maybe like just like lavishing money on us. Anyhow, the guy uses data data to do his analysis. Like he's 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 uh, like he thinks he plans two three years ahead. You see, mm-hmm. and he can go head to head with with top clubs to get a player, because he has a club, a, a club in uh, at, uh, how do you call it? This 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 game, this sports, yeah. um, baseball, yes, does, yeah. he, baseball club. Where he runs them, he ran, he runs the club like very very well. So I don't know. Well, we all go for the Saudis, but with the, if if the Saudis don't get it, I think I feel we should give the third guy a chance because of his his idea of business, and because he'll be involved in the club as well. And you see, and I was reading more about him, and I, I realized that the guy doesn't miss out on his targets, not even mm-hmm. transfer-wise. Like his his monetary targets, like targets he sets for himself before a season starts, and he's involved in the team. And if he can bring more like investors on board, we won't even need to like maybe get money from even their club to run the club. So like, I feel that's how will win it. That's how this their problem will be the political part of their cl- their their country where um will be would there be, will there be political involvement in their in their purchasing of Chelsea but they also have a slight advantage with the the friendly p- part they had with the UK people they have a, a very friendly bond with the UK people because they, they provide them with oil and gas if I'm, I'm trying to be corrected. Oil mm-hmm. I know it's oil oil yeah so uh, maybe they have that, they have an advantage there but I feel when the Saudis are leading to delay the process of ownership because the Premier when they get to that time to do their research and do their their, their checks, they will delay the, the the confirmation of the Saudis because they will, they will be just checking and such like where they were getting their money from. Because the Saudi media group is not a company that has a lot of money; it's the man that has the money and his family. So yeah. I don't know where he will be getting the money from here to to put it into the the media group. It's so, okay. I have the, the 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 company has two billion. So this is what I always run the club. With the money will be coming from his coffers, And that is why I feel maybe it will be a delay. But if we don't get that man, I I, want, I don't want the candy guy. I don't want that guy. That guy is too young to run the club. Like, yeah. He's a Chelsea fan. Mm-hmm. So he'll use emotions to run the club for us. And that'll be dangerous for us.
0: Fair enough. But let me ask Ubi. Ubi, I don't know. Did you hear what the guy said? The, um, the candy. Did you, see, did you hear what he said on Twitter today? Did he read what he said on Twitter?
1: I mean, I can see where he's coming from. I guess he's uh, leading by his sentiment more than logic, let's say. As which can... is, as, a, as like a leader, it's not good, yeah. unfortunately, in the, especially in the footballing world. you need to be reasonable and logical Uh at first to be honest I was one of the Chelsea fans that was really upset when Lampard got sacked because like personally I never heard of Tuchel like I knew he was PSG's uh, (laughs) coach but like I never really looked into his history and whatnot Uh so I was like who's this guy who's this Tuchel even I remember when we drawn 0-0 to Wolves I remember yeah, yeah, when Tuchel took over yeah and he played even Hudson odoi right wing back. I was yeah. like, What the hell is this <laughs> the, the guy that's gonna lead us into glory? But hey, I was wrong, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Not, not to say the least, I don't, I hope Candy doesn't take over because Me too. if you remember the last episodes, I said I have something fishy about him, I just don't feel comfortable. Yeah, mm.
2: definitely. I mean, just to add, yeah, um, yeah there, sure. were even report, there were even reports that um, it was like he attended a meeting on the day that um. Oh, uh, is yeah, it the, the, war. Yeah, <laughs> the war? Yeah, yeah, the day that the war started. So yeah, yeah that it was, it was um, there are reports that I was discussing, yeah, I was discussing, you know, sanctioning Chelsea and like sanctioning Abramovich, actually, you know. So I mean, it, it the whole thing just feels, you know, there's like a political edge to to you know what's what he says and what he's doing and his actions. So, so yeah, I mean, I really don't want him in 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 Chelsea. He can just they stay, stay far, far away. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the same time though, at the same time though, uh-huh. it, I mean, I actually um, his ideas like some of his ideas, I actually agree with because like there's one you know where he was saying um that his consortium we we consist of um you know an Asian person, an African person, and uh someone from my. Oh, like, yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's actually a good idea because mm-hmm. you know, like 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 he said, it will you know increase um, our presence, you know, in other continents and that kind of thing. You know, Chelsea as a brand, it will increase us in mm-hmm. you know other continents. But I mean, at the same time, nah, that that's not enough for <laughs> for us to you know give him give him the club. Although although that is a positive for him because that's actually a good idea, you know what's what he was proposing. But nah.
1: I mean, <laughs> me. Yeah. let me ask yeah. you
0: this question ubi when ubi was speaking he made a he made an interesting point yeah. so he gave me an idea what was the first um opinion of tuku before he came to chelsea and when he was coming i don't know if you knew him before
2: yeah i i knew i knew tuku yeah. yeah i knew him i knew him but with all sincerity uh-huh. i also i also didn't want <laughs> to join at chelsea oh, i right. wanted um uh, I don't know I just I I didn't feel like that I was going to come and you know do this well I I felt like we we should have gone for um Luis Enrique or you wow. know somebody else uh-huh. because you know but, but I mean I totally agreed with the lampard sacking though mm-hmm. I I was like yeah I mean it's, it's enough is enough I actually wanted Roman to sack lampard a long time ago even before <laughs> before he decided
0: you got enough time you know so,
2: <laughs> yeah, so exactly. So, I he got enough time. I don't agree with people that were saying he didn't get enough time. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, I was a bit skeptical about teachers' appointments, but I mean, in hindsight, uh-huh. I mean, happy is like you know, very happy that you know, yeah, of course, <laughs> we yeah. brought him in and, and yeah. yeah, he has done a wonderful job so of far. Of course, of
0: course. Let me say mine before I ask Adjo. Um, I i knew to call from dodmod Mod, I always followed him, yet but him as soon as controversial guy, he just looked like this kind of guy that. He's a very smart yeah. guy. But he's, as, if, as if he does, as if he's very on edge, that kind of thing you get. But I yeah, saw him as a you smart guy. Yeah, know, he guy.
2: was falling out with, yeah, with
0: uh-huh. all, the, all the serious emails. Exactly. Yeah. I saw him as a very smart guy. I, I saw him as like, okay, he's one of the few people that, like, he's one of the few guys that we can try in Premier League. You know, this kind of people that, like Zidane, now when you look at Zidane, you're like, Zidane who fits the Premier League. Not like fits, but he's one of those people that like Klopp, Pep, I felt like Tuchel was one of those guys. So, you know, just like eh. yeah. So I guess that's the reason why Chelsea actually wanted him more because they saw that it was open, So there was an opportunity to get him. But funny enough, someone said it was not yeah. even our first choice. Someone said it was not our first choice. I don't know if that's true. What, what
2: was our first choice? I
0: don't know. But somebody, somebody on Twitter was like, "Oh, that's not." Yeah. yeah.
2: You know, funny enough. Uh-huh. You know, funny enough, there was actually reports that we were going for Radnik back then. If you guys. Remember.
0: Wow. <laughs> yeah.
2: Wow. I, I mean, it's true. Isn't it? There were reports that Rafagwig was not actually our first choice and he wow. denied us, like, you know,
0: he turned us down. Thank God.
2: He didn't want... He didn't want because he wanted, you wanted to have a say in the boardroom. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No. And apart from that, he didn't just want 18 months contract, like what we gave to child, You thank know, God, He didn't want God. a short
0: Thank contract. God. So, thank I
2: mean, God. <laughs> yeah, we dodged, we dodged the massive bullets there, you
4: know.
0: <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> let, me ask, mass- let me ask Adjo. Adjo, what was your first impression of Tuku?
3: Okay, before I say, I will say who I wanted him to be. Like, who wanted mm-hmm. to replace Lampard. You guys will laugh. I wanted Steve Holland back. To take charge as an interim coach. Too. Steve Holland. Do you guys Who's know? Him? Holland. He has gone back,
4: nah. Steve Holland. He has
3: gone back to be a stand coach of the, uh, the, uh, the In- England yeah, national team. Yeah,
4: England. England oh, national wow, team. Oh wow! Wow! <laughs> no
0: no.
3: He no. knows. He, he knows the academy boys very well. Like. He knows the academy voice very well. he ah, it, it would, have, it would have not been yes. much different than Lampard. <laughs> exactly. That was so that was so bad of me. Do you know why? Because Tusso, I knew him to be a man, a good coach, but he he like he, he bottles big games because we saw with the Manchester United, Lukaku scoring him and taking him out of the Champions League some time ago. Like he, he was just going out with PSG anyhow. And he was bottling big games like and with PSG. But I've learned for answer about to show. He when he came to Chelsea, mm-hmm. he has respected the club, realized that the club is too big, and the club has history and mm-hmm. the club has pedigree. So he also learned on the job. I people didn't see. He was really learning on the job, and he became very comfortable with the place like that, like he came to meet. So everything was easy for him. Like he has managed Neymar, Mbappe. Look at the egos. So handling the likes of Mount and Co, it became very easy for him. yeah. <laughs> And he has, he was like he has done so many mistakes in the past.
0: Uh-huh.
3: And he has come to a club that is always dangerous and he can be sacked anytime. So mm-hmm. he's learning and he's more humble. That's what is helping him thrive. And if if a coach says this honesty, God will never even give him all the trophies he wants to get because he has he has been negative or he has done some negative stuff, or he has been he has made errors in the past. And now he wants to right all the wrongs with this club. That's what will help him. So, I think when he came in, he has learned on the job too. And we've made him the best coach in the world. But mm. when he was at, PSG, he wasn't the best. He was not the best coach. No, he, he, he the was
0: best the best the- PSG coach, in my opinion. He was yes. the
3: best PSG yes. coach. I mean, yeah, he's, no, he wasn't the best in the world. So, I think he has learned on the job and he has become an all-round coach who is learning. And mm. I like his honesty. When we get a win out of luck, he said it was luck. When we mm. don't play well, he said we didn't play well. Like the man has just pulled out hat and soul, like it's bad. <laughs> I, I can't even miss the press conference. Yeah, I know. It's
0: that bad. Yeah. yeah, all right. Let me ask you this question, Adjo. What are your top three goals of this season? Top three goals for Chelsea this season?
3: Okay, I'll say one the Ziad go against Tottenham,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and the Kahavas go for <laughs> the penalty. <laughs> Which penalty? Yeah. Okay, okay, the okay. That's our, our cup. We need that cup, so... I mean, can you guys okay. imagine how we would laughed at if we didn't win that trophy?
0: Yes, hmm It's an
3: important one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the last one... Um, I think it's best goal on mm. the first day of the season. Yeah.
0: Mm, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Who's the worst and best player for you in the Roman era?
3: The Roman era... In the remote, the best player for me is Ngulu Kanti. Mm-hmm. And the worst player is Makayuko.
2: <laughs> God said? bless you, brother. God bless you, brother. God bless you, God bless you, brother. <laughs> bless you, brother.
0: <laughs> finally, 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 finally. Let me ask you. You know, guys, I'm not asking Judah and uh, Ubi. You guys already answered it, so I'm not asking you this question. Sorry, but let me ask Adriel this question. Okay. Yeah, no worries. No worries. Um, wow. Okay, yes. You know, Tiago Silva and Rudy are playing really well, right? Mm-hmm. But how yeah. do you compare them to mm-hmm. Terry and whoever he has been as a partner? How do you compare Thiago Silva, the partnership of Tiago Silva and Rudiger to Terry and whoever he has been with? How do you compare it?
3: Okay. Yeah, that would be Terry and Carvalho. Okay. Uh, because we saw Terry we saw Terry and Carvalho for three years, four, four to five, five years together. So that that combination was okay, like three to four years together. That combination yeah. was like mind blowing was consistent with the league. and they considered 15 goals—just uh-huh. 15 goals—in
0: uh-huh.
3: the Premier League when Mourinho won the first one. Uh-huh. When was it? 15 goals. I yeah, think... it's 15, it's
0: 15, it's 15. yeah, 15, 15, yeah,
3: 15. 15 goals. That means that record is still there. Nobody has broken it. Yeah. So we saw, uh, we saw Terry and Cavalli for a long time, but we've just seen with the guys Thiago Silva for just two years. And I don't think we'll see them in the next two years because Silva will retire anytime soon. But if he can win, if they can win the APL mm-hmm. together next year. I think they'll be equal. I'll just put them on the same pedestal, like, together. I'll put them on the same level as with Terry and um, Cavallo. Because that means uh, Thiago Silva will have won the club walk-up. Samson Terry didn't win. And also the yeah. Premier League. So, he'll be, he'll be winning everything that Terry has won, including which uh, and adding the club walk-up. So, he can be there with the short level. But I think Don Terry and Cavallo did it for four years in a row. But this they have done it for two years. So, the consistency will be what mm. will beat Thiago Silva and Rudiger
0: here. Yeah. True, true, true. Well, for me, I think they're getting close, but I agree. And Thiago Silva and Cavalier on Terry didn't win Champions League, but it makes a lot of sense. It make makes yeah. a lot of sense. All right, Um, let me mm-hmm. ask, ask Judah and Ubi this question. So, obviously, Aspi might leave one of these seasons, but who do you think should be the next captain? I mean, as it stands, Jorginho is in line, but... We don't nah, advise Jorginho captain, but nah, Jorginho is
2: leaving. He's leaving, all right, okay, well. cool. All right, cool. He, only has, he only has one year left on the contract, so... Oh, did you does sign a contract. Nah, I don't. I don't see him signing a new contract because um, the Chelsea are going for Rice, really? or so I don't see Giorgio signing a new contract. And I don't. I think we are we are moving on from from his um his type of of um, midfielder, like his type of you know defensive midfielder. We are going to be more more still guys, more the guys that will you know give you a bit of um. Yeah. defensive, you know, defensive cover and that kind of thing. So yeah, basically I, I don't see Giorgio staying. And um Kante, I think Kante is probably the third person in line, isn't mm-hmm. it? If um, so I think for the main time they will give Kante, but um the person that should be assistant to Kante, I, I personally for me, I believe it should be Rhys James or I think it will be given to Mount because Mount has actually captained the team on you know a few occasions. So I think I have beef. Again. Yeah, I, I have beef. It's, beef it's probably be given to Mount. but for me, if I were the one, I uh-huh. would. Am I forgetting anyone? Choose. Oh no, 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 no. Um. Yeah, I would give. I would give Rudika actually. I'll... Oh,
4: you're not fucking, brother. I'll... I want to go to Ubi,
0: it's too late, let me go to Ubi. I'll
4: give you the gun, I forgot to Yeah, I'll give you the
1: gun.
0: Let me go to Ubi, let me go to Ubi. Ubi, who do you think should, so obviously as is leaving, who do you think should be our next captain and vice captain?
1: For one season, it uh, the captain can be Thiago Silva because he's staying next season for sure.
0: Yeah, but I mean, he, a but yeah, well long
1: term. That's a long term. Yeah, well, long term, if Kante signs a new contract with us, because his deal ends in 2023, I think, uh-huh. he can be yeah. captain, because he has the leadership, he's old enough, he's been in Chelsea uh, for enough long time. time to be uh-huh. captain, um, maybe even if you want down the line, it has to be Mason Mount, I think. Mm-hmm. He, he has really good um, leadership capabilities he's kind of like a Lampard a bit smaller I guess
2: <laughs> but yeah you know. well, I don't know I just I feel like Rhys James has more leadership um, characteristics and qualities than, than Mason Mount I don't know
1: I don't know it's, uh, it's debatable you know I mean Rhys James yeah. is up there he could be maybe like vice captain or something but yeah. I, I think my personal opinion at least Mason Mount uh, yeah. like in the next five years, let's say. Yeah, that's,
2: that's I mean, it's it will depend on the coach, anyways. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's a very good
3: question, you know, because it's a it's a scary question as well. Because we've never had a bad captain. Mm. So going forward, long term, yeah, it exactly. be dangerous. Yeah, exactly. If to yeah. me, so I know, a bit controversial, but in Lokante, I don't see him be a captain of a team like the way his his personality. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's like,
0: like when. When Messi was captain of it, yeah. didn't really uh, fit him.
3: Yeah, he can't he can't be a leader in the dressing room. He doesn't mm-hmm. he's not vocal enough. Mm-hmm. So I, I I feel no top coach will make Kante. He'll be part of the captaincy, but he won't be the main captain. So we should just pray Wujiga stays. Yeah. So if Wujiga stays, he can be our main captain. I just wanted to make it as well about
2: Rudiger. Mm-hmm. Um the thing about Rudiger is that
0: he's a Rudiger <laughs> is
2: not he's not exactly is not a calm man <laughs> But <laughs> we can
3: we can associate Rudiger with you to like similar. No, I
2: believe style. that I believe that see I believe that giving Rudiger the captain will just will it will affect him badly because it will take away his ability to just be a madman on the pitch. It will take away, you know, his his shit house like you know it would it will take away that <laughs> that no, uh, I, I used to power. It power it of, it of, it of never Cedric Cedric. Ramos away. I must never
3: took it away. Said you still had this when he was mm. the captain. Mm. So I feel really we when doing. Don't you think so? Do <laughs> but I just hope we don't have a bad captain going forward because it's a good question yeah. we will ask because uh, we've never had a bad captain. And Mount can yeah. be a captain because of his off the field, TikTok and stuff. No, I feel with James yeah. going forward. Yeah. But let's just pray that Aspi will stay for a while.
0: No, no, Aspie is going. Aspie is leaving. Okay. On that note, on that note, we want to end the podcast. Thanks so, guys. Thanks so much for having guys. Andrew, thanks for coming, man. Thank you very much for
1: having us, man. It was such a pleasure to be here again. And uh, apologies, guys, if it was a bit of chaos in the end, but hey, it was (laughs) worth it. We had fun, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. And Judah, thanks for coming, man. I appreciate your opinion. Yeah.
2: So, cheers, guys. Like. Thanks for having me
3: having And thank you guys all for the opportunity. Yeah.
0: um, We might be on a bit of a break. We might be on a bit of a break.
1: No, probably we're going to have a break, he was saying, because, you know, international break-, break is coming and we may not record for a little while, maybe 10 days, perhaps. We'll see what happens.